All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. (laughs) The Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Hello and welcome to the Three Nose Podcast. I think it started. It did. It just... There were clicks. There were no clicks. There, well, were there, clicks. W- there was there was kind of a hesitation after I <laughs> hit the button, and then... Where are the three well, no's, Jason? Uh, uh, there's no rules, no plan, obviously, and no safety net. Obviously. Um, yeah. We're at the mercy of the laptop god here, and... That was weird. Just, yeah. Well, it was acting funny last time we got together, so... Yeah, I don't know why. I uh, just, you know, try not to look at it the wrong way. No, and no, we just no. power through. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. But yeah. you got to keep an eye on it, though. Well, we'll, uh, we'll soldier on as best we can here. All right. So far, it's doing what it's supposed to do. Good. But, but. I did do a thing that might save us some problems. Okay. I disconnected the Wi-Fi. You disconnected the Wi-Fi. Right. Okay. Off this right now. Okay. So there's there's not going to be any signal okay. coming in. So it is strictly focused on just that. Recording, running this program. Okay. And recording our voices right now. Okay. Yes. No way can get... You know, you're minimizing the, the RAM usage, I guess. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm just... Seeing how this works. Okay. All right. You ready? Ah, there we go. Because I'm thirsty. It's like cotton mouth or something. Yeah, definitely. It's one of the drawbacks, man. But oh, it's sacri- one that I willingly sacrifice myself That's sacrifice for. Sacrifice you got to make. Because I'm an addict. There you go. I admit it. I'm addicted well, to weed now. It's 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 a thing. All right. I'm not ready to go wake and bake levels yet, but. Because you have to get yourself across the city to get to your work. That's, that's why. yes, uh, and but it's it's the point where you know, Crystal doesn't know it's this bad, but it's like I I want to smoke as soon as I get home. She will find out once she listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep if it light only. right now. Okay, you want to keep it light. That tells me good because I have two different directions we can go. Yep. Um, so you want to keep it light? Let's try and keep okay, it light. Before we dive into the plethora of notes, let's oh. let's just <laughs> plethora of notes. But there's a lot. Okay. Um, at least I think there's a lot. It looks like a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot of letters. Um, exactly. <laughs> I was wordy. One giant run-on sentence. Um, but uh, let's 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 get into Loki because we had a bit of a, a small debate happening. All right. So. Loki dropped. Loki dropped. And God damn, it's a good show. Yes, it is. Um, I know we talked about it based on the trailers that that thought, and I thought it had a Quantum Leap-esque I see. A, I see a bit of quantum leap. There's de- I definitely get a, a Doctor Who vibe with the whole because of the timeline aspect. I'm, yeah. I'm getting. I'm getting a, a Doctor Who vibe there, especially and also because it, it seems to have just that little bit of randomness. You know, like but, a lot of unexpectedness is a better way to put it. But in keeping with the show, it's not random. At all. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. There's that explanations for everything. Predestined but, and predetermined. But it, but it feels random because it is so different from anything else we've seen. So far, every TV show that they put out, WandaVision, mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now Loki, is 
they're all thematically wildly different. Right. And like there's uh, leading up to, this is leading up to uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Which, or are we getting Black Widow first? Oh, Bla- no. Black Widow comes out like next month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's in the past. That's, that's, you know, that, that's, it already happened technically. To okay. Where we're at, if you follow this 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 whole timeline thing, but uh, to all movie tech- wise, we've got Black Widow, and then the new Spider Man is supposed to come out in uh, December. Okay, but technically, Loki takes place in 2012. Yes, you're right. So this well, Loki happens before. Yes and no. <laughs> When, when, that's that's where the show gets weird. That's where. Well, okay. That's when Loki picks up the Tesseract. Yep, and he creates a time nexus. Yes, which was hard to justify. I, I, no, it was hard for me to wrap my head around that the Loki we were seeing now was the Loki from then, not the last Loki we saw. Wow, and the whole evolution of Loki that we saw. Right, which. That having just realized that now, just now, takes this show to a whole nother level for yes. me, and it was already at a high level. Yes, it was. That you you had to really think kind of for dimension. Oh, this is their first what if story. Technically, without yes. it being a what if, it is yeah. a what if story. Well. Technically, it could be. Yes. That's why I love it. Because I, I love that concept. Of the what if? Yes. I've always loved that concept. I did not collect and read enough of those comics. Is my my biggest one of my biggest comic book regrets. Okay. Because the handful that I have and that I've read, I have loved. Yes. But, well, because it's such... A, a, a wild divergence from right. the the standard Marvel storyline, and what are we getting here with Loki? We're getting exactly that. We are getting a leveling of the storyline. You think that's what it is? A leveling? Yes. So you got to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, we're we're gonna have to clean up this table sometime mm-hmm. soon because you're we're swimming in empties here. Swimming in empties, but the Loki that we're dealing with. Is still technically the evil Loki, right? That triggered the the, the Chitari right. uh, invasion, right? So he, this is the Loki before he hasn't learned any it, lesson. No, no, he's still the incorrigible bastard that he was when we first saw him. Yep. So that's why it's the what if because now we get to see Hiddleston continue with that Loki. His look, that's that's that charismatic psycho, maybe, but I think we got. I got the feeling that we were looking at the the Loki just before Loki died, kind of thing. At the end, yes, but I no, but I think it, it was. It's too hard for Hiddleston and everybody else to separate those two. You think so? And I think. Like, I didn't feel the malevolence that Loki and Avengers had. No. That, like, Hiddleston was playing, he had the, the, the Loki-ness that he had 
at the end during Infinity War in like uh, okay not, or was it um, Endgame? Endgame and he started to show it at the th- Ragnarok. Yes, that's where you started to see the shift in okay. in that Loki. You right. got to see. A, 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 a little, lessening of his malevolence. A, a tiny bit of it. I, I didn't was, say he was completely. Oh no! On the there, side a tiny of the bit angels. of it did yeah. start in Thor: Dark World. A tiny bit. Tiny, tiny. Bit. But it was just the tiniest bit, right. and the other side took over further. Right. But the tiniest bit was shown there. That has to, a lot to do with uh, the talk that Frigga had, exactly, with him. which we got to see again. Right. And yes. that. That conversation is what flipped the switch yeah. on 2012 evil Loki. You know, that's why this. That's what this whole episode was. Was them just here's a quick re- recap. Right, right, right. In case you forgot Loki's story, here's this, a quick recap. Yeah, that's so, what this episode. Was. This guy, at this point in time, we get him. He's a bastard. Uh huh. And he shows his colors all the way up until the time Rene Russo hits the screen, and he goes, "Oh no." You could hear the proverbial record scratch, right? And there's there's like a a, a, a coming to Jesus moment for for Loki there. I know I'm mixing my metaphors, but, but it it works. <laughs> it works. But when when that scene hit, you could see the physical switch mm-hmm. in Loki being like those connections are being that, made, and, and that to me is a standout point of what Marvel has, the magic that they have. Pretty much every one of these actors playing these characters have been doing it now long enough, or the, and they're, they've put in the work, that that character is a part of them, yes. and they just know how to react as them. Yeah. yeah. You know, Hiddleston's been doing it for 10 years. So well, we, we, we get that scene with Frigga. Mm-hmm. And then you, Loki gets to watch his own murder. He was watching his own reaction video. Right. Well, no. Or he's making his own reaction video. He was video. making his own reaction video to his own murder. So. There's a reason I brought that up. Okay. <laughs> but his. Everything that Loki has done up until that point in time was to advance Loki to be. to. King Godhood of Asgard, mm-hmm. and then Midgard, and then mm-hmm. everything else. Striking that first initial deal with Thanos was supposed to be that one step on the ladder that he needed to get to that next level, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Then he watches himself get murdered by Thanos. I hadn't even thought of that. This I, had, is, I hadn't thought of the Thanos connection from the beginning to end. This is the middle Really, almost almost the beginning of the Loki Thanos relationship, because yes. Loki has put theoretically all his eggs in the, the Thanos basket to get him the power to he needs to ascend, and then he believes Loki believes that he's going to screw over Thanos and take ultimate control. Mm-hmm. And then the tables gets turned on him. Which always happens in that scenario. Exactly. Um, but he never expects it. There's a Starscream, Starscream moment. Right. <laughs> right. But he never, never expects it because he's so arrogant and narcissistic in his own way that he goes like, there's no way mm-hmm. I can fail at this. 
Oh shit, I just died. Now Now, if you were to look at somebody else's thing, and this is this is me writing a little bit more of the story, okay? Yeah, okay. But if he were to be able to see what happens further in the timeline with with uh, the whole Thanos and the Infinity Gems, and then he finds out that he was wielding two of them at once. Yeah, yeah, that would be <laughs> <laughs> for a guy like that. That's oh. gonna that that would like turn him into Gollum. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would. <laughs> well, he was Gollum for the Tesseract to begin with. Like all he wanted was his precious. Yeah, and. He got it. But then you find out that he had two. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just like, what? What? My magic stick was what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So or the pokey pokey stick. The Loki pokey Loki, stick. The Loki pokey stick. That's what Kevin called it. The um So go to your point. You had a point. Uh yeah. Um You I, forgot your point? I'm okay, it was what did I say it was oh, he was making a reaction video. Yes. Okay. Uh, when I said upstairs that I had had a pretty chill day, yeah, but I had a bit of an emotional day because of other people's art. That kind of emotional day. And no, I was not stoned at the time. I never, never are, accused you of. Are you familiar with the work of Bo Burnham? I am. I have heard that name. Um, so he's a, a YouTube sensation who's become a, com- a, a popular comedian in his own right. Yeah. But he's more than just a comedian. I, and I don't want to throw this out lightly, but he is a, an artistic genius in the field of comedy and emotion. Okay. Um, and, but that's not how he started, and he even references that. He just put out a new special not long ago. Okay. It's called Bo Burnham Inside, which he wrote over the course of a little over a year while he was alone in quarantine. Okay. Now, this is a guy who at one point, because I didn't know the whole story, Xander is filming, and Xander's been a fan of his for a long time. I've seen one of his previous stand-up specials, and he gets a little weird and, and awkward, but he, he's also gr- got great comedic timing and style. Yeah. And he sings really funny songs. That's what he started as on YouTube. He was a little foul-mouthed little kid writing some of the most insanely dark shit. Okay. Uh, and my kids loved him. <laughs> and I didn't know who he was until recently. But watching this special and he, the emotional turmoil he went through, but then pulls the curtain back or he makes a little wink and it, it's just, you just never know. You never know when he's being funny or whether he's being really emotional and tearing his heart out and then, oh no, he's got to be fun. But he's, is he? Because it feel like, and some of it is real. Yeah. And it spoke to me so much. And Xander's watched it multiple, multiple times. Okay. I've now watched the whole thing, one entire full through because I only watched half of it the first time and it, it's it is some magical stuff, and at one point he does that with a whole. He he's doing a clip, doing a song, gets right to like where the song's about to take off. It's like this weird like jazzy thing, and then he busts in and he's doing a a reaction video to that video, and he starts that video over again, and he's reacting to it, and he's talking about how he's being pretentious and all this, and then it gets to the spot where he cut in to do the reaction video, and it cuts in again. Okay. So he's now doing reactionception. And he goes four layers deep. All right. Like, it was... I, 
it's it's amazing art. Yeah. That's why that, it came to mind that concept. Okay, but okay. if you want if you want to see a very again what I I would call him an artistic genius. For it's weird, it's awkward, it's it's it, it, it'll get you if you if you're willing to go down that road. So Bo Burnham inside inside yes. Okay. Might have to give that a uh, maybe look up some of his other stuff just to get your toes wet, so you know what you're in for. But he gets pretty deep. He ta- like he apparently he retired for five years because okay. he started having panic attacks on stage. Oh, fantastic! And that's said, what you want. That's not a good place to have them. So yeah, what? he walked away for five years. Okay. And then in January of 2020, yeah, he so decided he in January 2020 he decided to start performing again. And then something really funny happened. The pandemic. Exactly. That's where it kind of leaves that. It's that right near the end of the show. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. yeah. Bo Burnham inside. Okay. Right. Back to Loki. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Loki is outed as being D.B. Cooper. <laughs> God, that was funny. That was good. It made, it made perfect sense. And Owen Wilson had the reaction we all did. Come on. You were D.B. Cooper? I called that right but, from the trailer. I Yeah, you did. But I, I, I'm not as familiar with the D.B. Cooper story. I re, although I remember watching that movie, yeah. The okay. Pursuit of D.B. Cooper, multiple times. I don't remember much of the story. So Okay, D.B. Cooper. Hijacks a plane, gives a stewardess a note, says, I have a bomb. But he is so charismatic and gregarious, the people that he's taken hostage on this plane, when, the, when he forces the plane to land, don't want to leave. Okay. Because they like this guy so much. Okay. So in exchange for the hostages... He gets $200,000 cash. Okay. Midway through the flight, D.B. Cooper straps on a parachute. He gets a parachute and the money for the exchange of the the passengers, the hostages. Okay. Partway through the flight, he opens up a back stair ramp at the back of the plane and jumps out. Okay. Never to be found again. Okay. He's never been found again. Where did he jump out? He was over kind of a swampy area. Okay. They found some of the money on the ground. Okay. But there has been no trace of D.B. Cooper after he jumped out of the back of that airplane. And D.B. Cooper is obviously an alias? No. It, or that, was he a guy before this? He. That was one of the things. His name was... they. All the names that they were given was Dan Cooper. Okay. So... Dan B. Cooper. All right. So I, I'm of the opinion that he is an actual human okay. being. Whereas now, Loki, you, now you got the whole different side right. of it. <laughs> Loki jumps out of the back of the plane. Heimdall shoots him with the, uh, the Bifrost, and he gets pulled back into uh, Asgard. And they even had some bills flutter out there. Right. The whole, you said they found some of the money. Yep. So, oh, my gosh. I've seen that detail. That's amazing. Yep. Like I okay, the DB Cooper thing was funny, but that 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 money fluttering out that it makes sense yes. because they found some of the money. Yeah. So but they've never been able to find hide nor hair since ever of DB Cooper. Do you think that could be a running a bit of a running gag where we get to see glimpses of some of his other shenanigans through time? I hope so. 
I hope. I really do. Other really than the so. shenanigans we're about to see him go on. Are going to be completely different yeah. shade of shenanigans? Probably. Right. So what? When, <laughs> when Loki gets the Tesseract from Endgame, he bamps himself out of Avengers headquarters yep. and he lands in the middle of the Gobi Desert. Yep. There he pro- proceeds to pronounce yep. his kingship over the uh, the, uh, the villagers, the I've, villagers like nomads of yeah. the Gobi Desert, and they're like, "Who's this guy?" And then we get the first TVA Time Variance Authority. Yep. Cops show up, and they club Loki in the mouth with one of their time sticks. Time slows down. Yeah, you're moving at one sixteenth speed. Yep, but you're feeling it all in real time. Yeah, so so he felt that hit sixteen times over. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so they they arrest Loki. Yep. <laughs> and he he was brought into the TVA for and, processing. And okay. Yeah, loving all that. But as soon as you saw the one guard just pluck it. The Tesseract. Yeah. Yeah. Just plucked it. I'm like, ooh. And and did you notice when they came into the TVA proper, the Tesseract stopped glowing? Did it? Yeah. I don't think I noticed that. Yeah. I watched it a couple times. Quick quick pin. Just on TikTok. I think I posted it, but I am actively going to be pursuing it. How to make your own Tesseract. Oh, there you go. At, from stuff you can buy at Michael's. Oh, well, so. <laughs> there you go. Now, you just got to come up with the other five Infinity Stones. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'll be watching. It, that there could be go. neat little crafts to do. <laughs> I would love to have that. I want. The, I just want the Tesseract for now. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to be working her, on that. Get her done. Yep. Now that things are open. Yes. <laughs> yes. They are definitely open. Yep. So yeah. Loki is processed, brought before a judge. <clears throat> and it is about to be take a ticket. <laughs> all right, <laughs> poor Loki. He's very confused at all of what's going on. And we, we probably one of the greatest animated introductions of a major character, the Time Lords. Yeah, Timekeepers. Timekeepers. My bad. Uh, yeah, oh, hey, you're, uh, you're gonna start a rumble. Uh, well. <laughs> so we we learn. Right from the moment of the Big Bang, everything was in chaos. Mm-hmm. These three timekeepers decided, ah, this is untenable. Yeah, there was a time war. All the different timelines were fighting each other, which I can't even wrap my head around how to visualize that. Right. <laughs> other than chalk drawings or whatever it was the art style was. It, that art style was fantastic. It was I did so like that. retro. Yes, like, it was. Like, the whole like TVA said, was retro. Like I said, 80s steampunk. Yeah. That's Diesel the, the, punk. Yeah, is that what That's you call what it? it's called. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Even to the point when they're out on that balcony and they're looking out over what is the, whatever you call it, the, the city of the TVA. Like, what did they call that? Prime or whatever. Yeah. It's, you could, but, but what was in the middle of the city? Was the timeline. Being held by. I didn't notice. The three statues. Oh, yes. Yes. Of the timekeepers. Yes. And you could see the timeline mm-hmm. progressing smoothly along. Yeah. And it was, but it, the style of it was like a classic, like old 80s pulp style. Yeah. 
Like something you'd see on like an old like Buck Let, Rogers let's thing all off go the, to the lobby. That kind of yeah. yeah. That the that's what the animation reminded me of. The the scene of Owen Wilson and Loki walking. He, Owen Wilson's character is Mobius. Yes. Which in and of itself is just like <laughs> what? <laughs> but they're walking along and it, it, it is just. Uh, a, a trope of sci-fi superhero anim like to to get this establishing shot of the vastness of where they're supposed to be. Yep. So you get a walkway with a balcony overlooking a vast, technologically wonderful. Not even space. Just no, something. Space. It reminded me of um, Attack of the Clones when they're on Camino and they're always they're always walking through like hallways and tunnels that are overlooking big open spaces. Yes. They're not walking through those big open spaces, but you're always seeing these big open spaces to establish that shot that these, these are big expansive spaces. Mm -hmm. And that, when I saw that in locate, it's like, Oh, everybody's doing it now. So <laughs> work though. It does. It, it, it does. It really fit the aesthetic. Yes. And, uh, so yeah, we have all that. Uh, well, almost Loki, Loki's at the judge. Yeah. When Owen Wilson comes rushing in and talks to the judge, there's a history there. There's a history there. So does this mean we're... Because the vibe I, I, I'm... This is where I'm, I get a little confused about the TVA itself is... Is that it? Is that all? Is that their their lives, if you will? Which it kind of sounded like from Gary, but is that all their life, or is there a social system? Do they oh. have that? Do they have relationships? Do they have date night? Do they do they have lives? I mean, Gary didn't know what a fish was, right? But Gary would never be introduced to the concept of fish. In his position. That's where I just, I want to know more of this world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the way you were going at it, I thought you were talking about is the time because they are talking about nightmares. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah. that, and, and Mobius said, oh, that's a whole other department. Yeah. That has me curious now. Because there is a cosmic level bad guy called Nightmare. In the comic book. Yes. Yeah. Because so, I think there was a rumor that that was going to be the villain for Multiverse of Madness. Right. That might be it. Right. Because everybody was aiming towards Mephisto. Yep. And then one of the producers or showrunners, somebody goes, no, Mephisto is not going to be in a TV show. There could be an out and out lie uh -huh. because they've done it before. Right. Like now Paul, wouldn't Paul Bettany, I get to act against somebody that I've always wanted yeah, to act against. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it it it's they they threw that red herring of when they time traveled to that French church, uh -huh. and the little girl pointed at the picture of the devil in the stained glass. Yes. Everyone's going Mephisto. We're finally going to see Mephisto. That's a big character. Mm -hmm. As as big as. The TV shows are theatrical is where you do that. Right. But but Scarlet Witch is directly connected to 
Multiverse of Madness. And I think with what we've already seen, the threads are there that Loki's all connected to it, too. Well, okay. What is Loki a god of? Mischief. Right. So you have a chaos magician. Yep. God of mischief and the Sorcerer Supreme. All three of these people are heading towards each other on a collision course. Yep. And somebody's going to be pulling those strings. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So, and but it, I'm and trying to picture the relationship. It's going to kind of be like Dr. Strange is stuck babysitting, I think. Yes. He'll, he'll be babysitting Loki as Wanda tries to kill both of them. Maybe. So, <laughs> well, yeah, if they're preventing her from getting into her kids, because that's going to be her motivation. Right. We already know this. Right. So, yeah, and, and I don't know how many episodes of Loki we're getting. That's a good question. So, yeah, I'll have to check that out. But uh, I, I, I'm digging what they've done. I, I'm, I'm all in. This yep. show had me hooked in seven minutes. Yep. I told you that. Yep, yep. <laughs> so they, Loki... Loki witnesses some of the things from his future. Yep. And that changes his perspective on what he wants to do. Uh-huh. And I, I believe it was, it, it, the talk from Frigga was the thing that mattered the most. The talk from Frigga and then the fact that he sent the, bad, the enemy to her. Yes. That he directly pointed them at her, yeah. and that's what led to her death. Right. So the combination of them, you know. Yeah. So he so. did. He did take responsibility for the death of his stepmother, mm-hmm. and that that's what throws Loki over the edge here. Mm-hmm. Then he pickpockets Mobius. Okay, I'm still not. I, you you have argued. <laughs> I feel like he did it on purpose because he he said he's a big fan of Loki. Right. He knew all his stuff. Right. Right. So he okay, would so, know. Yeah, we we kind of flash forward. A, yeah, you did. Yeah, a you, bit. Yeah, yeah, you jumped. You jumped ahead there. But, yeah. But, but there, there okay. there's plenty of exposition in here that we probably should get good should talk about it is Loki pickpockets. The time twister off of Mobius. Yes. And then now, the time twister is their version of handcuffs. It's a, a necklace thing. And if you try to run away, they just zip your timeline right, right back to them like a yo yo. Yeah. <laughs> so Loki gets free of this necklace, starts running through the TVA. He is desperately looking for the Tesseract to get himself out of there because all he knows is the Tesseract. Control space. He yes. can he, he can, can teleport. Go, he it. can teleport away. Well, we finally we run into Gary again, and Loki grabs Gary and said, "Where's my cube?" Gary goes right over there in my cart. Loki opens up the cart. There's the tesseract and a handful of infinity stones. Yep. Different, multiple. Yes. Infinity like stones. two or three of each other color. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gary lets it known that, oh, yeah, everybody has these. Some guy, the people use them for paperweights. Mm-hmm. Loki picks up the green time stone. Yep. And it's about as... Thumb-sized. 
powerful as a as an eraser. Yep. And that it can't even erase anything. It's nope, a rock. It's a rock. It's just a glowing rock. Yeah, he can't even throw it hard enough at somebody to do anything. Yep. So Loki, that is the start of Loki's realization that shit has gone completely sideways for uh-huh. him, and now he's in trouble. He ain't a god anymore. No. Nope. He's a dude at the whim of the gods. Yep. So then but, we, but but you know that'll just drive him to want to pass them. Yeah. Because <laughs> because that's that's what Loki is yes. all about. He's a megalomaniac right. above all. He wants to be the guy that controls the timekeepers. Mm-hmm. And he's going to figure out a way to do that. Because the Loki that we're dealing with now is now teaming up with Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. Mobius, to track down a time nexus that's causing a great deal of grief for everybody yeah. in all the timelines. Killing TVA agents. Killing TVA agents, stealing TVA equipment. Yeah, oh yeah, the reset mines. The whole the reset mines. And that's Loki. That's yeah. they think it's Loki. They think it's Loki. I I'm gonna go with it is a Loki, a past Loki, even farther back. I don't think it's Loki at all. No? No. Well, who's your theory? I don't know if I have one, but I just feel like the silhouette that we saw looked feminine to me. Okay. Glad you brought that up. Okay. In the comic books, yeah. Loki came back as a girl. Oh. All right. Well, then, okay. Then, yes, very well. I didn't know that. I, I'm also side of Marvel I don't know much about. So. Also... In the original sagas, Loki transformed himself into a horse. Okay. I think I've heard that story. Also, Loki transformed himself into a falcon and a salmon and a mouse. So just because you are used to seeing Tom Hiddleston does not mean that form yeah. is the final form of Loki. Yeah, we've, we've only ever seen him do just disguises right. and, and illusions, but not where he's changed his appearance entirely. Right. Okay. So they're dipping their toes into the comic book lore. Okay. And into the saga lore. If they're using the shape-shifting uh, Gender fluidness. That, uh, yes, that explains it right there. That explains it right there. Yeah. So that is not only gender fluid, but species fluid yes. as well. Yes. So if if you go in, this is Pride Month. Mm, yep. So it, it goes hand in glove. Yep. So it, it, it's just one of those convenient story hooks so uh, all right, but it, I, it you, fits Loki. You knowing that, I don't really care. No, I don't care. It's this just sounds like an even more interesting story, right? That I've only seen kind of done once before. All right, in the comic books, um, Asgard fell, uh, and uh, one of uh, like Valhalla, the they called it. Asgard, but it was just basically Valhalla. Ended up landing in the middle of a field in Oklahoma or something like this. Okay. All the Asgardians disappeared. 
Thor was running around releasing the spirits of these Asgardians that had inhabited the, soul, the, the bodies of uh, humans on Midgard. Thor found everybody except one person, Sif, his wife. Okay. When he found Loki, Loki was in female form. Okay. Loki had co-opted Sif's body, leaving the spirit of Sif trapped in an old female Alzheimer's patient in a hospital. Oh. Oh, that bastard. Yeah. So, Loki's daughter, Hel, in... Yeah, we'll... Just, just go with me. I'm giving you, giving you the saga no, part go, of it. Go, Loki's daughter Hela realized what Loki had done, and she goes, "You are playing a very dangerous game here. If he finds out, you he won't be able to be stopped." Loki goes, "Well, if he destroys me, he destroys that body." And then Sif is gone forever. That is the evilness. And that's Loki. That's Loki. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's some dark shit. Yep. Holy fuck. No, oh, but he, he's all about the chuckles in the... I don't uh, think I want that one. <laughs> Not yet, anyways. No, I... What if? What if? Well, they, <laughs> they, they have that, that Love and Thunder coming up. Yeah, Thor Love and Thunder, which they're doing the Jane Foster storyline, apparently. Right. They said that. They, they lost me on Ragnarok. I know. And Love and Thunder was one of the weakest storylines in the comic All books. All I know is that is the Jane, Th- the Jane yeah. where she's sick with cancer, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. I, that's all I know about it is what it was. I don't know any of the details, any explanations, yes. or the resolution. Yes. I know nothing. Yeah. Somehow she gains the power of Thor. And it kills her. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how it ends. Honestly. I don't so. know. I don't know. But, so we're getting Loki. Yep. And Owen Wilson. hmm Tracking down through fractured, <coughs> excuse me, fractured timelines. Mm-hmm trying to repair the timelines of possibly an evil Ur Loki mm-hmm. that's breaking everything. This is, this is going to be interesting because... And it all points towards Stephen Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. I'm, I'm sure we'll get there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know if his magic would still work in the TVA. No. Why would it? Right. Because huh. the Infinity Stones don't work. Yep. And the Infinity Stones overpowered Strange's magic. Loki trying to use his powers in the courtroom. <laughs> he does that puff up. Yep. <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> one of the things I saw, there was a, a, a guy did a review, and he goes, one of the reasons Strange handed over the Time Stone to Thanos during the fight, he may have seen the TVA. During his uh, 
It's very possible. The 14 million possible outcomes that he witnessed. He very, very possibly. Right. So that many options, it's pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. Nobody, like I said, nobody. And not just once. No. Nobody, nobody knows about the TVA because the TVA doesn't want anybody to know about them. Right. And they're so powerful. If they don't want you to know, you ain't going to know. Nope. And if you do know, it's already too late. Mm-hmm. So you're going away. <laughs> yeah. that That's one of those, you know, truly terrifying when you think about it type of effects where you just get erased from existence. Yep. Yeah, literally. Literally. Like, yes. You, 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 poof. You're poof, gone. Gone. Yeah. Yep. Your, your entire timeline mm-hmm. doesn't exist anymore. Yep. That's scary ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it's not real. No. No. What other notes you got? What are you looking at? I just want them to know. I'm in. (laughs) Where's your watch? Just trying. uh, I I had to charge it. and It should have been done before I left the house, but I forgot to grab it. Anyways. uh, Okay. Where we go? Notes. All right. Well, let's get to the, the, the first big one, the one that you already saw. Um, so yes, I, this is a green note and, uh, so I have, everything's a green note. This train of thought hit me, um, and and I had to share it. So I know I actually wrote all this into uh, our (laughs) message group for our whiskey Wednesday pals. And that you did. And then I I acknowledged that too. So here, I'll read the note (laughs) verbatim. Um, okay. It's a green note. Movie pitch to the producers of Sharknado, a coronavirus horror flick, question mark. Um, fully vaccinated people who, are a- who were asymptomatic become mutant zombie horde. And it'll star Brian Austin Green as Max Tracker and Tara Reid as whatever her name was in Sharknado. <laughs> From the producers of Sharknado, I give you Coronapocalypse. I don't see how this could be a failure. And and it's kind of sort of a true story in that I'm starting to think that Sharknado caused coronavirus. Elaborate, please. The last Sharknado film came out in 2019, and poof, a year later, a year germination period for it to, 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 to plant and grow. <clears throat> Just saying, just saying. Jay, Jay. Mike, Mike, Mike. Where was the last Sharknado fight? I have no idea because I've not watched more than five seconds of any of those Well, okay, you have a lack of information that is making your your hypothesis. It's a gut instinct. No, it's a gut instinct. Not uh, it's gut a instinct. quality argument. You need more facts, Captain. Sometimes you have to go with your gut. No, no, that Captain. You got to throw the, the book, the book out the window, and you go with your gut. You're fired. Turn in your badge and your gun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for that part. <laughs> Get out of my office. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> Slam it down all you want. You're still fired. Uh, damn. <laughs> um, where, where was I? So yeah, yeah. Um, I I do think the Sharknadoes may have caused it. Um, I, I think, so but I think you, your elaboration the, is but, lacking. Okay, but the uh, 
the whole idea of Corona Apocalypse and that film, you know, that's probably coming out next week, right? Well, Asylum's, Asylum probably has three sh- three shoots on the go right Probably, now. yeah. So. so we're getting some version of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if any well, of them... okay, dude, we've had zombie fucking movies yeah. since the late 70s. But that, that are going to try and hit close to home? Fucking... Where did all the zombie movies come? <laughs> well, wasn't the first they, one an asteroid? No. Night of the Living Dead? Night of, I thought it was a, a, a comet or an asteroid or something. Was it? Well, what was the one where the the military... Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. There, there was a, a gas leak. Planet Terror. No, no. Well, that was one of them, but there was uh, the punk rockers in the graveyard. Oh, Return of the Living Return Dead. Return of the Living Dead. So many of them. <laughs> <laughs> John Muir to sort this shit out. Um, <clears throat> but we just saw, I watched another one. Okay. Army of the Dead. I have not watched it yet. It wasn't horrible. Because it's Zack Snyder. It's Zack Snyder. That's the thing. That's the hook. That's when the hook was hit with me. That's that's the only reason I want to see it. It's right. Zack Snyder going back to that. And okay, Dave Batista was the star. I know. Yeah, I knew he's in it. And <clears throat> it was it was tropeorific. It was a zombie movie. You didn't have to think that hard about it. And I've I've noticed in the last couple movies the Japanese have become the major bad guys of the planet again. Have they? Yes. Oh, because the bad guy in the Army of the Dead okay. is a, a Japanese casino o- uh, owner. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and wasn't it, it a was it a Japanese corporation that was the bad guys in Godzilla? Yep. Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. So. The Russians, West, like, Western propaganda. That's what it is. Well, you can't pick on the Chinese because the market's too big. Everybody's being. It is. Yeah. All all the movies are being made to be sold in China. Mm-hmm. The Russians have nukes, so you can't pick on them anymore. Yeah. North Korea is fucking low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, well, James Franco and Seth Rogen kind of right. proved that. Yeah. So like I said, you just. It's too easy to pick on the North Koreans. <laughs> yeah. So that leaves Japan. We're back to Japan. Back to Japan. It's been a while. It <laughs> <Yes. laughs> comes full circle again. <clears throat> but it's a poor Japan. It was like, yeah, like, what the fuck? What's old is new again. That's right. That's right. And they said we just, there was a, come across a TikTok and it was this young young American cat, and um, some he he was going on about the start of like how World War Two started or something like that, and um, no no it was it was um, <clears throat> something about the Middle East, and he goes ah. Death to America! And there was a Japanese guy. Whoa 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 whoa! You might want to cool your jets. I sank three of their boats, and they put the sun on the surface of my <laughs> island twice. So, 
you might want to think about what you're doing. So the guy's like, oh, okay. And the Russian, there's a Russian guy who goes, yeah, settle down. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, politically sharp here. But <laughs> fucking TikTok. Fuck. I, I, I was able to stay away. Like, I, 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 it was just like a, you know, you know, 20 minutes in a week. And now it's like, it's, it's almost becoming unhealthy. Oh, it's already unhealthy. <laughs> Especially with some of the latest finds. Yeah. How much, uh, well, probably the best parts of the cast of Letterkenny. Yeah, you have Rosie, you have Rold, you have uh, Bonnie Kate, McMurray, you have Katie. Katie. Yep. They all now have TikTok. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, boy. So. Yep. I, and and I, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm struggling. I don't know who my favorite is. Like, I don't, I can't pick a winner. I can't pick a winner right now. Marie Fred. <laughs> oh, if only. I know. If one only. Days. Well, but, just look. She might have one. You're just not going to get it. You're not no. going to. You're not going to find it by. No. On, on that no, no, recommendation. No, it'll, it'll, it'll be stitched with somebody else. Yeah. Now, I got. I tried TikTok when it was owned by the Chinese. When it was a security threat, and okay. everybody wanted to ban TikTok. Okay. I tried it, and I was like, I don't get it. Now, flash forward. Two three years, I'm fucking addicted. I, I now I have not posted because I don't know how. Because I was going to post my whole my whole thing. If you look at the posts that I've done, yep, they are about as anti TikTok as you can get. Yeah, you're doing the nature videos and and uh, and I told Steph this because she's she's a TikToker. She yep. like is a TikToker. And she was the one that convinced me to get it. So, like, the only reason I did get it when I did is to go join her lives, like, to pad her stats. Okay. Which, fine, whatever, okay. And then the fucking door got opened. And it, w- it was Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, You get shit. one set of nice boobs or one really good Star Wars joke or, yep. The girl that did the breakdowns for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, Blue Eyed Darkness. There's, there's, uh, you like her new one now? Little Skullsy? Yeah, Little Skullsy's adorable. I sent one to my, my daughter because she's been trying to teach my granddaughter the chicken wing, chicken oh, wing, yeah. hot dog, and bologna. And Little Skullsy did one. Yeah. So, um, no fancy shit. No fancy shit. Yep. Fucking hilarious. Yep. And Gary the barbecue chef. Uh, is he the, he yells everything? He's the short guy with the long beard. And he yells all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. It, at the end of it, his sign off is, shove it up your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm learning things on like, I'm, I'm not so much addicted to the boobs and the girls and the dances. Yep. I'm old man. Yep. I, I, I've, I've I know. Been there. Done I, that. I, see, I'm far enough into it now that I don't get as many dance videos. Right. You know, you, now that it's now got my algorithm going, yeah. you, you, it knows what to send the algor- me. You mess with the algorithm enough. Yep. And They're, okay, let's pull back on the dance. He doesn't like the dance. Pull, yeah. pull back yeah, on the dance. What do we like? What do we got? Yep. What do we got? Yep. So, 
There's, there's. Oh, he likes wrestling. Oh, he likes wrestling. Yeah, he likes wrestling. <laughs> uh, I, I found a. Uh, speaking of wrestling, on here, um, on TikTok, it's minute long clips of freestyle and Greco Roman wrestling. Oh yeah, like like collegiate and Olympic style wrestling, and it's just like. I just scroll like, ooh, that was great. That was great. That was great. That was great. And like, there was one that I watched. It was uh, a jiu-jitsu one. And it was, I think, 100, 125 pounds. There was a girl and a guy. And they were matched up. And I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm going, this girl's going to win. <laughs> and go. And the the guy shot in and tried to pick a single leg. And she did the slickest reversal. It ended up taking this dude's back. It was just like, oh, you are <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> and she choked this dude out. Nice. In under a minute, I went, this chick is great. And the, like this, this guy, he knew he was beat. He, as soon as he went to do that single leg, she knew exactly what she was going to do to this cat, and there was nothing that guy could do to stop it. Wow. And she said she choked his ass out, and I was like, oh, watch this. I'm just showing like this. Watch this girl. Uh, yeah, so, I see a good one, and I'm always showing Crystal, but we have some of the similar algorithm going. So, yeah. oh, I already saw that one. Oh, I already saw that one. Yeah. Um, and, and then there's certain ones I'll show, and it's just like, like I can just see your eyes glazing over. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's led to an interesting development, this TikTok stuff, because Crystal's just as addicted as I am. Yep. Um, there's Chan Willis. There might be a number in there. Uh, I, she's been, she does videos dressed as and does the voice of Professor McGonagall from Harry Potter, Maggie Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's a, she's a colored woman. I've seen and, her, but, and, but she is she so swears, right? Yes, yes, she'll do Professor McGonagall swearing at the children, yes, and stuff like that, and some other ones, and you know, some some racier ones. But it's seeing so many of hers have made me want to watch the damn Harry Potter series <laughs> from the beginning, <laughs> and I want to do it with Crystal. And I, I was in this state, and I'm like, Crystal, okay, please, will you please agree if I ask you to watch a Harry Potter movie one a week? One a week. And I know you've got nothing going on. There's nowhere to go. We've got the time. Rather than being on our phones, let's watch a Harry Potter movie. And she said, okay. (gasps) Yay! So now I did try to to get her to acknowledge it last night, but no, okay. She's not quite ready yet. (laughs) I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to make a stink about it. And I'm not allowed to ask all the time. I get like one a week. Okay. So I got to pick my moment. Yep. You know, but she's considering it. This could open a door where I can finally get her to watch more shit with me. I'm not, I don't, see, step I know. Light, I know step I know, light, step light. Don't, I just know. because the door's open a crack doesn't mean you got to fucking SWAT team kick it open and fucking. I know, I know. <laughs> start fucking chucking flashbangs <laughs> in there. No, yeah, that, no, I only save that reaction for when she gives me the come hither, which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you got to take that shot when <laughs> exactly. you get it. Exactly. That <laughs> window closes quick. <laughs> uh, okay. What um, else you got? Uh, let's see here. Oh, fuck. Um. Oh, uh, did you hear about um, what happened to Warner Brothers, like Warner Media? No. So, you know, they were sold to, with time. They were sold to AT&T like a long time ago, right? Okay. AT&T has decided to split them off. Uh-oh. 
uh, which I believe means they've sold them off to somebody else. Uh-oh. So Warner Media is now, if they're not owned with, they're connected with, maybe it's a, I don't know, but they're, they're now with the Discovery Network. Which is part of Disney. Well, Discovery Network uh, now is working with Warner Media. So they have Warner Brothers Discovery is what they're now called, this new company. Yeah. And one of the first things they announced is they are seriously de- looking into continuing the Snyderverse. Really? Yes. They're saying they're hearing the fans. So they are, it, but there's some logistics, I think, primarily with a couple of the key actors. Yeah. They, to get them to come back to the table now. But it's a different company. You got to think, are they going to give them that shot? You know? Mm. So there's a lot more logistics involved in that aspect. But there's heavy rumors now that Affleck is still around because they want Affleck to play. Batman in the Arkham Knight HBO Max series that they're they're developing. I would watch that, which is like I think based on that video game. Yeah, all that Arkham Knight stuff. Yeah, Arkham Knight. Uh, it's an HBO Max series well, that is in strong development, and they want Affleck. I I still think they should do uh, Batman Beyond. That is still something that they're still heavily talking about. Yeah. It seems like. It, it almost feels like this whole discovery thing is like, lighting a fire under them to let's come on. We're, we're losing the fight against Marvel. You're not losing the fight. You dude, DC has been knocked on. I get knocked that. out, woke up, got knocked out again. Well, it's happening again. They've been, they've been knocked. <laughs> they've been hit hard. Yeah. They need to, they need to come back strong and, yeah. and you know, and they're going up against, you know, look, we'll call them. Tyson, yes, <laughs> they're prime going Tyson. up. They're going up against Prime Tyson. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've got a lot of work in front of them. <laughs> exactly, um, but I think this new company knows that. Well, like I said if if they do want to do it right, and they 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 got the balls to stand up to Disney and Marvel, the MCU, and they're willing to. Like give the the actors and the directors the tools to to make the best possible movie. There's no no reason they couldn't challenge. Exactly. It's so. But will they have the guts to do it? That's that's the thing. I am. But the fact that we're even able to have this discussion, the fact that it's even a possibility, yeah, says to me yes that it, that's possible. Okay, you want to? It's do not it. going to be an overnight. No, 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 <laughs> no. Well, I'd like okay. You you were talking about the the Snyder verse, the Snyder cut of Justice League is what four hours? Yes. Disney countered with the possible six hour Endgame release. What? Yes, there's a six hour cut of Endgame, and that's not Infinity War and Endgame put together. No, that's Endgame. Really? Yes. There's a rumor that the Russo brothers have this six hour cut. S- Oh, I don't know if I want to see that. That sounds excessive. Yeah. That, like, what, how much garbage is going to be in there? That's that's the thing. Like, to me, that sounds like they picked up every single scrap off the floor. Don't know. But they're, like, when they, when they announced, like, the Snyder Cut four-hour, it was, like, almost instantly. The MCU said, oh, yeah, hello. By the way, this, the Russo brothers have the six-hour cut. Whoa, of Endgame. That, 
And everybody's just like, what? Hmm. Not to be outdone. My friends at Critical Role, they said, oh, MCU, we see your six-hour cut. And we raise you seven and a half hour last episode. <laughs> and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someday. Someday oh. I will travel down that rabbit hole, but just haven't been able to work that out yet. The the the, the seven hour Is there just yeah. audio like an audio version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is? Yeah. Okay, you just that, go that's to, gonna be my easier thing if yeah. I can maybe because uh, that's how that's how I consume it with the warehouse going now uh, w- with my warehouse job I, that possibility is gonna start I yep. think I'm gonna start working that in Brian won't care as long as the work's getting done right so I think I might start to listen to stuff again all right so so right there okay in my my pocket casts app yep critical role okay. podcast perfect and it. The podcast comes out a week after the YouTube, the the, the, the YouTube tr- uh, okay. Twitch. That's so cool. It'll it, like that's at this point, <clears throat> I, it's going to be impossible for me to catch up in real time. Anyways, somebody broke it down. If you were to start from, if you're going to do just to campaign two, well, uh, well I want I got to finish campaign one, and I think I'm maybe halfway through. Right, but. To do campaign two, from start to finish, you would have to listen for five months straight. I, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's how much content. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't. I won't be caught up in real time ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, so I went back and I started to listen to the first. Um, I know nothing about campaign one. Okay. So I'm I'm a campaign two kid. Mm-hmm. So I went back and I started to listen to the beginnings of episode uh episode one of campaign two. Okay. And it's really weird. Yeah. Because I'm I came in real, real late to the party for critical role and I got used to these characters the way they were. And you and then I'm going back. You've seen the baby version. Listen, yeah, the baby, like level two. Level two, they're how st- and they're still finding their voices. Right, like, right. Uh, they're, they're still feeling the character out right. to get their their, yeah. their ticks and the, intricacies. The, and- the death and the threat of death was very real. Okay. And <laughs> it, it, it was very interesting. Did to, it happen? Almost. So, it, like... Okay. Um, uh, so, Sam Regal's character, uh, not the brave. He was a, a goblin. Okay, took two real big hits, and they went, "Are you still up?" And he goes, "Yes." <laughs> so that tells me he had one or two hit points left, mm-hmm. and not the brave almost got wrapped on the first episode. Wow. Yeah. So, but the, so they have they do lose characters throughout the story. Though. Yes. Okay. Yes. So right. I thought so because not the brave. I not I hadn't heard of. No, well, the story with not the brave turns into. I don't know if I want to spoil it. No, don't but, no, don't worry about it. Okay, so not the brave ended up being a cursed halfling. Oh, she she was her name was Veth uh, Bernardo. 
She was a rogue. She ran afoul of a, uh, a group of goblins. Goblins, the surviving goblins, found a hag, drowned Veth. On her death, the hag cursed Veth to become a goblin. Really? Yeah. Wow. And all through the story, like, finally the curse is lifted, and there's a point where Veth, the halfling, female halfling now, is submerged in water and freaks the fuck out. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Holy crap. Yeah. So they, they do a bunch of these things where they take the backstories of these characters and they weave them into the story. And like one of the, one of the other characters, Caleb Widowgast, um, as part of his initiation into this thing called the Volstrucker, the Volstruckers, he had to murder his parents with fire. Damn. So Caleb was abused and mind, like brainwashed to the point where he set his parents' house on fire and they burned to death as he watched and heard them. Good Lord. Caleb uses a lot of fire spells and he freaks the fuck out when he's confronted with fire. There's so much emotional Whoa. torment in some of these characters. It's just like, others, a lot of people would not be able to survive this in real life. And the fact that these, these actors are playing these characters at such a depth that it, it's stunning. I... I told you this the story what happened with me the one one of my role playing past yep. the one I one of the ones I was most invested in yep. emotionally yep. was Wolf and like yep. I I had that kind of performance one night because of the stuff that was happening and how I played it out See that's that's the thing that that's good role playing yeah and that's that, where I I'm really trying to get back to that is the, that is the the depth and the level and uh, the commitment I would love to perform at, mm-hmm. and I was getting our our first session. Said so I I was I was putting putting that jacket of henna on. Mm-hmm. Like all right, I think I get this. Yeah, <clears throat> now it's just getting fucking work schedules worked out. <clears throat> it is what it is. And it's only going to get worse now that everything's opening up again. Mm, probably. So, yeah. But I'm looking for windows. Yeah. I'm looking for windows. Well, so. Not this week because I I'm on afternoons. I know. I know. But it, it is um, our game it is something that I really want to be able to work on the commitment of playing that character. Like looking back at the last session we did, I'm kicking myself for missing very, very um, reasonable uh, role-playing situations that I could have done, but I didn't do. And I fell into just like, I don't know what I'm doing kind of thing. 
And I was like, but I do know. And you're, you, you gave me scenes and opportunities, and I, I did not play with those scenes. Like the one you're talking about, um, the cave, and it had the smokestack. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we plug up the smokestack? Smoke out the bad guys. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. But that's, is it something your character would think of? I saw it. I know, but so uh, it's it, it's see, that's because that's the kind of thing I got to th- like. You can't just come up with an idea unless it's something oh, your I, character would logically think of. I can't you know? do it now. I know. I, I can't oh, do it now. I know. But well, if, if a whole different situation now, right? So which which is not covered in the book. <laughs> I'm thinking. I, I but I've I've got I've got a pretty good idea of how I want that to go, yeah, or yeah. what at least what you guys are going to go into. So. Okay. So that like that's that was the thing like. I was stumbling around like a rookie, and I'm just like, ah, I should have known better. <laughs> so it, it was it was one of those situations. But you know, it fit for all of you. You know, you yeah. all had uh, well, Landon aside, <laughs> Landon, <laughs> Landon going into murder hobo yeah. territory. Oh my goodness, that boy, that boy. <laughs> but uh, he's he's like, here's my schedule for the week. <laughs> I'm not worried about him. He doesn't work closing shifts. Yeah. He's not, he's, he's only 14. He doesn't work too late. Yeah. So, although he, I think he's had one closing shift and that wasn't by choice. Oh like, no. Uh, that was his aunt pulling rank. Oh really? Kind of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> his aunt, his aunt is pulling rank and his grandma not saying no. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Cause my niece is the manager. So, you know, she's a muckety muck. Yeah. The chicks ganged up on him. And, uh, my sister-in-law has declared that Lynn is not allowed to say no. <laughs> so if they call him in, he's got to go. He's got to go. She's forcing this on him. Oh. I, 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 I get it. And, and, but I also, that small part of me says, come on, let the kid have right. some, he's but 14. he's got, but he's not getting crazy hours. Yeah. And he's had one or two questionable days, but you know, it's, it, and he's liking the money. Oh yeah, there, uh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, Sherry had to give him a talking to already. Oh no, yeah, yeah, uh, get a little, little crazy he, with the. He, he he dropped almost one whole. He's gotten two paychecks, and he dropped almost one whole paycheck on Amazon. Oh no! Yep. Oh no! Now uh, I think about a third of that money did go back. Because uh, because he, he had to return it because he accidentally ordered two and he didn't realize it. Okay. So, but yeah, Sherry, yeah, Sherry's keeping a close eye on him. <laughs> those, those debit the debit Visa cards are. But he's also vicious. oh, what was the other one? We don't know what this is. An eighty dollar charge for YouTube. Is that the prime or, or red or premium? Premium, Pre- premium. Yeah. That's you we can think he bought a movies. year subscription yeah. to YouTube Premium. <laughs> yeah. Kids going nuts. Look at all this but money. He, Woo! He, he probably, Making he, it rain. He probably didn't even know what that was and didn't nah. realize what he was doing. Nah. Just because he wanted to watch one thing or right. something, you know? That's behind but, a paywall. Well, and, he's learning. He's learning. Yeah. So Oh, those are the lessons we never really got. Oh, fuck no. That's why I've been terrible with money my whole life. Fuck yes. Yep. I have a horrible relationship with money. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, it, and for me, it started, it started like right out the gate. Very first 
job where I was making uh, regular money was a paper route. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, my collection money, yeah, there was issues. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel you. You're you're preaching to the choir here, brother. But I said when I when I left my security job gig and went into the factory, that's when it was like my pay- my paychecks almost doubled in size. And I'm just like, whoa. Like I was twenty-two years old and I know I was still living with my parents. I had just moved back from Edmonton and it was just like, look at all this money. I've never had access to this kind of money before. And it was just like in one hand. Have you seen that TikTok trend of uh, this is what happens when you're an adult and you have adult money? You have access to adult money, yeah. yeah. One lady, because Crystal saw one, an Alaskan king-size bed. Oh! Nine foot square. Holy cow! That won't even fit in our bedroom. No! Our bedroom is only eight feet wide. Nine foot square. Nine foot square. It's amazing. And there's at least one bigger emperor size california king california king california king i think is something like 12 feet wide maybe more (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) it's it's fucking huge and um like not even if we did win the 70 million dollar lottery i don't need we don't need a bed that big when your bed is bigger than your average small house that's the exact reason why you want it <laughs> okay california king size mattress uh-huh 72 inches wide by 84 inches long let's do some math that doesn't add up Eighty four divided by twelve. That's seven feet. That's not that's not what it's called then. Then somebody yeah, somebody at work showed me this thing like three weeks ago. So the, yeah, the California King is seven by six. Okay, then that's not the one then. What no. is you said emperor size? How, what's that? Well, we'll, we'll just give me a second here. I'll Welcome to all mattress radio. <laughs> Where we lull you to sleep with useless information. Welcome to Mattress Talk. How you doing today? <laughs> you know, them Sealy Posture Peters got them good springs, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Emperor size bed. Uh, seven feet by seven feet. Okay. Yeah. Well. This lady has a, an Alaskan king. That's what she called it. Yep. Nine by nine. Okay. Probably custom made. Probably. And uh, that custom made don't count. Oh, well, I know that because uh, I saw um, Shaquille O'Neal had a... Uh, well, his, he would have his, to. Yeah, he had his bed custom yeah, made. men that size would have to. And then when you get, you know, that tall and you're as heavy as the big show, you got a whole lot of reinforcement. Right, right. Or you're sleeping on a futon. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Alaskan king bed. Uh, nine feet by nine feet. Okay. The California 
Oh, hold on. Uh-oh. Uh, because I saw California King. Uh-huh. Texas King. Texas King. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Not really, but you know, we got to just keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Just, just, just talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. No, don't no. do that. <laughs> <laughs> they came here for us to. Li- okay. to- <laughs> I, 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 st- I'm not even sure how we even got down this rabbit hole. But All here, right. uh, let me jump to another note here. All right. Um, da 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 da. Um, something that hit me today, having a conversation with my dad. Okay. As I was entering my email into to sign to log into one of the programs, one of the. The streaming apps. All right. Texas Kings are 80 inches by 98 inches. That's not even seven feet. Nope. So. And let's get that. Oh, hell. wait. 98. It's, not, that's not nine, Not even nine feet. Nope. It's just like eight feet. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Call yourself big. <laughs> Show you Alaska. <laughs> uh, basically. Nope. Um, so, uh, so my dad saw my email address and account Bashi. Yeah. Right. My dad's like, Count Basie, like, where'd you get that or whatever? I'm like, I've had that email address for like over 20 years. Where you been, old man? Well, he doesn't go on the internet. (laughs) Wow. They just got home internet last year. Bell Fiber? No. 1.5? No. What? No. Fast. (laughs) We're not getting into that topic again. Fast. Yeah, who cares? Um, Zoom. (laughs) Zoom. Bell Fiber. Are you getting a sponsorship? No. <laughs> no, but they're, they're, our ads are targeted. I know. Like, I get them on YouTube. I get them on YouTube. I get them on Facebook. It's weird. I shouldn't because of my my settings and stuff like that, but I still get them. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Um, so, anyways, uh, my dad saw that, and I and then I told him, like, yeah, I've had it for 20 years. Do you know where I came, got, got that name? And he's like, no. And he's... He, he, he said something like a vampire thing or something, right? Close. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, no. Uh, uh, there was a, a guy we that I worked with. It was a f- kind of a friend of my dad's yeah. uh, when I worked at the Sunoco Gas Bar on Park Avenue. Yeah. So um, his name was Rolf, and Rolf, uh, when he found out that I was a, a, a into bands and, and, and in a band, high school and all I'm that with stuff. The band. He he started calling me uh, uh, Count Basie, uh, uh, like Count Basie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I and, and I, I chuckled. Yeah, and I, it stuck with me. And it was shortly after he f- started doing that is when I got my first email address. Aha! <gasps> uh-huh. At the Internet Cafe. Oh shit! <laughs> that was out on Richmond Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was a fuck of a bike ride. Yes, it was. Um, Especially for me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so I, that was my first email address, and it came from Ralph. And then it hit me. Where's Kevin from? Where's Count Basie from? New Jersey. Right. Right. Spiritual connection to Kevin oh. before I even knew who Kevin was. Is that what it is? Yes. Is that? Yes. That's what you're hoping it is. It is. No, it is in my heart. I feel it. In your heart of hearts. I, in my you, heart of hearts. This is you. Mine. You and Kevin. Uh, we're soulmates. A, we're, we're, we're soulmates. <laughs> yep. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> this is a restraining order talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially, I like. Especially when you 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 uh, 
Michelle Milet popped up on TikTok and it was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I have, I don't think I've commented on anything yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. I got to think about that one. Might yeah. Check my history. Right. Because <laughs> your picture is attached to it's it. It's going to get dangerous. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Can't do any of those. My, my fan, fanning over Katie the videos I was going to put up on TikTok. Nope. Those are done now. Oh, I'm sure she has gotten way worse. Oh, probably. <laughs> so. Um, okay, let's see. What else you got? The notes. Let's see here. Come on. I'm I'm right here. You can see my face, damn it. And this thing's supposed to be able to see you recognize your face with your mask on now. You don't need your mask. COVID's over. Not quite. Uh where are we at here? Uh are you kidding me? Did we? Oh no! Oh. A scary ass freaking news story. <laughs> okay. Terrifying shit. Terrifying. Kind of, well, it is to me. It, okay. More sad, actually. But uh, okay. is it terrifying or sad? Terrifying. Okay. Um, it's out of Florida. No. <laughs> out of Florida. No. Yeah. Get out. I know. I know. Say it ain't so. Uh, <laughs> um. A 12-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl yeah. were um, their orphans. They were in foster care. Okay. They ran away from their foster home. Yes. So As pl- foster kids are apt to do. Yeah, police were called searching the area, right? The kids found a, a, what looked like an abandoned house or an unoccupied house. Or so abandoned they, as they, they break home. they break into this house yeah. and there is a bunch of stuff in it. Nobody's lived there for a while. The owner of the home kept kept storing stuff there. Yeah, um, but there's nobody living there. Okay, neighbors heard the ruckus breaking into this house because the kids trashed the joint. Oh yeah, and called the police. The police came. Oh yep, sure enough, it's the kids. Well, as I said, there was stuff left there, right? An AK forty seven. With ammunition. Of course. And a shotgun. Of course. With ammunition. Of course. And the kids said to shoot at the cops. Oh, no. One officer was hit, but it sounds like he must have hit the, the vest or something, and he, was, he didn't have any major injuries. But the kids opened fire on the cops multiple times. Yeah. The girl, the 14-year-old girl, had the shotgun. She went and she came out. She took a few pot shots, went back into the garage, yelling at him and whatnot, and they shot her. She got one in the arm and one in the belly, I think. Oh. Uh, she was in stable condition when I, after I first heard this. But that happened. Yeah. Children are firing on police officers. Yep. Well, okay. I would assume, since these kids are already in the foster care this is painting with a broad brush here, but it had to have been a sh- pretty shitty situation already and for I'm them gonna, to run away from foster care. Yes. I'm going to point so. one thing out here. I wrote this down as I heard it off the radio. Okay. Okay. And, so, and I was sober first thing in the morning. What? Okay. I heard it on, on Dave and Chuck. Yep. At no time have I ever heard what race the children were. So no one can, uh, from the, as I heard the story told on the radio, race okay. was never brought up as a factor. It was the fact that it was children. Yeah. Well, that would be the most extenuating circumstance of that story, I believe. Does mm-hmm. not matter what color. A lot of people would jump down that. 
Yeah. 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 That's that. That lights a whole new fire. Yeah, it does. I yes, that does. But the overriding fact that they are a twelve and fourteen year old child on the run and in a running gun battle with the police that that's just mind bending right there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. That's why I wrote it down. It, it just baffled me. Well. <sighs> Yeah, this the, this just goes to to illustrate the need for proper storage of firearms and ammunition mm-hmm. for 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 better or worse. The Canadian situation when it comes to firearms is the guns and the ammunition have to be locked up in separate safes. The guns have to have trigger locks. The safe has to be double locked, I think, or just you have you have to have a gun safe. The ammunition cannot be stored in the same room as the firearm. So yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Just this guy just had them laying around. Yeah, in a box, probably pro- a box in a well, closet. At a house that he doesn't even go to all that often. Sooner or later, somebody was going to get shot with those guns. Yes. It just so happened that it was a cop from but, a kid. Yep. And luckily, yeah. he it sounds like he wasn't hurt. Yeah. So. And I mean, I'm assuming the kid with the AK, there, like, there's no way a 12-year-old kid is going to be able to control. Oh, no. Yeah. He, he, an AK. Probably so. not. Hell, the girl shooting the shotgun was probably getting well. She shotgun's a little more point and shoot friendly, mm-hmm. but still the kickback. Well, okay, so all you got to do is I've kind never of, felt it. I've I, heard the stories. Yeah, I like I said all you really got to do with a shotgun is get the barrel in the general direction and pull the trigger, and bad stuff happens at the other end of that. Mm-hmm. Where the barrel goes after she pulls the trigger is irrelevant because it all the action happens and there's there, there there's bad things happening at that end. You're not she's she doesn't care where the barrel goes. She's like just pointing it in a general direction where she thinks people are or whatever and pulling the trigger. Mm-hmm. She's not trying to lay down accurate gunfire. Right. She's just pulling a trigger and shit's happening. <sighs> Sadly, anybody at that age has seen the operation of firearms. Yep. It's just the consequences of those actions are. Oh, are we going to have people up in arms? Ah, I see what you did there. That wasn't even intentional. <laughs> no, legit. Here yeah. comes cancel culture coming after Hollywood again. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they will, they will, they'll definitely go after the guns harder now. Like they were already coming for the guns. Mm-hmm. Now they'll have, yeah, uh, more ammunition, if you will. Yeah. So it, it's just. 
it's it, it's a uniquely American problem that it's in their constitution. They're allowed to have these weapons. Mm-hmm. It's how you are res- like responsible gun owners that you don't hear stuff like that happening from a responsible gun owner. Nope. But it's the people that buy these things because they, I, I'm allowed. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely allowed to own these guns. One would hope that you would show a little responsibility and forethought into how and where you store these weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and now we get what we get. And there's, we just, we talk about these things. But there's no, there's no answer to this question, really. Like you said, well, take the guns. Well, you can, you can, but that opens up a bigger can of worms. Mm-hmm. So how how do you how do you solve this problem? Like it's it's one of those things. It's one of those unanswerable questions that air quote smarter people than me should be able to try <laughs> to figure out it's trying to find that happy medium right 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 because responsible gun owners should not have their guns taken away mm-hmm. irresponsible gun owners should have their guns taken away yes who determines that's the that's that gray the area yep so who determines what constitutes and then and then and then that. how do you enforce it right that's right. the other aspect. So you, said, you can have all the policies you want, but if you don't enforce them, right, or if you can't enforce them, well, see the problem there is you're sending people with guns to people that have guns to take those guns away, mm-hmm. and those people that have the guns that don't want them taken away are going to fight. Yes. So, do you remember? Um, Ruby Ridge, it was a, a, a 80s or something, kind of right, right around the same time that the, the, the Waco. The name sounds familiar. Right. Okay, so there was a, a survivalist lived up in a mountain on, the, on Ruby Ridge. Okay. And police, um, undercover agents purchased sawed-off shotguns from this man that lived up up in the hills with his family. Okay. ATF said, we got them. Go get them. They were buying guns from a guy that lives on a mountain who's a survivalist. <laughs> a bunch of people got shot. Like I think it was like his wife and one of his kids got killed. A bunch of ATF and FBI guys got, got shot. You send people with guns to get the guns from the people that have guns. Bullets are going to fly. Yep. And that's... <sighs> yeah, that, like, you, didn't need, you didn't need your FBI agents. You needed freaking Marine Force recon. Right. Therein lies the problem yep. that mm-hmm. the military is not, a, not, They're not technically a allowed to operate on American soil. Right. But 
you have like, um, well, even still, even still, if you send Marines in to get the guns, people are still going to get shot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You bite. You, so if you if you know okay that that dude, if you can match him skill for skill you got a better chance. Right. So if that dude in that house you know he's got guns, you get the Marines and then you send a Bradley armored fighting vehicle in there. Now you run the problem of firing very high caliber <laughs> weapons in an American city mm-hmm. where construction codes aren't supposed to be handling military-grade weaponry. Mm-hmm. And stuff's going to be going through stuff. And <laughs> collateral damage. <laughs> because we've all seen the footage of Iraq. Yes. So, <laughs> and we know what Marines, their job is to go in, break shit, mm-hmm. and kill bad guys. Yep. So... Can't call the Marines. And said the cops. Cops don't want to do it. <clears throat> no, he needed that old retired one special ops Marine who's you know way past his way past his day, but he can still hunt. John Rambo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the way, but it it. it it is, it is if they steal his, if they kidnap his daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Run him out of town. Throw de-lousing powder on him. Yep. Then go to shave him with a straight razor. Mm. No! Mm. Bad, bad idea. Yep. What other notes you got? Uh, I think that was getting to the bottom of the well. Is that it? I think so. Did that story, did that, did that. Oh, uh. Oh, WWE. <laughs> That's still a thing? That is still a thing. Okay. But obvious signs of trouble, Uh-oh. which I find a truly fascinating how how much different a year makes. Okay. So last year, the pandemic hits, and they see record numbers, record profit for the increase of internet streaming traffic for all their stuff. Problematunity. Yep. And now they have to make budget cuts to where they chopped eight people from their mid card to just slightly under the top card. Yeah. I heard about the the, the cuts. So, yeah. The biggest cut was Braun Strowman. Yes. And the problem with the Braun Strowman is he was making way too much money. Uh-huh. Because he's apparently asking five figures. That's not been confirmed. Like, that was... He, okay. he's, he's, he's put it out on his social media. He goes, I'm not even looking for work. So if anybody says they have a number, they're lying. I know. I think Mark Henry hinted that AEW is definitely well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they already picked up one of the guys. Yeah. AEW has been really padding their roster with the, some WWE cast-offs. Yeah, but... Like, they picked up Andrade. Yep. Which is a fit for AEW. Yes. There's a total 100% fit. And you got to think that might help with uh, with them possibly working with New Japan some more. Yes. Because he's got friends over there. 
Yes. Well, they've already had uh, a bunch of New Japan guys. Mm-hmm. So that that working deal is happening. Um, Braun Strowman going to AEW seems less likely to happen mm-hmm. because it's Braun Strowman and this is Kenny Omega's. Yeah. You don't need a giant, another one. No, no. And they said they picked up um, Mark Henry. Mark Henry as a commentator. He's commentating? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Big Show is commentating. On one of the other shows. Yeah. Yeah. They also picked up uh, Rusev. Yeah, yeah. He's he's their TNA champ, or TNT champ. So you're not going to get, I think, like... um, Alistair Black was one of the, the other guys I got cut. He's yep. like very likely to go to AEW. Yeah. Um, I think I saw something there. He might be, they might be trying to get him to come back to the WWE. Yeah. They might have pulled the trigger on him a little too quick. Yeah. There's like he just started a push. And for, for all intents and purposes, the, the push was starting to heat up. Uh huh. And then they went, oh, no, get rid of him. Yeah. And somebody's so, like, and, ah, that was too soon, man. That's kind of the rumors I'm hearing. Yeah. So. Uh, who else got cut? Uh, um, I, there wasn't too many other ones that really stood out to me. Yeah. Names I've seen, but Braun Strowman uh, was one of the, and Aleister Black. I know both of them have been mid to top card for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Yeah, Strowman, Strowman was cut purely because he was making too much money, and he was going down in the card. Yeah. So, so I think was it um, Strowman was making a hundred grand a year, and he was moving down the card. And mm-hmm. Vince goes, "No, no, 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 no." So yeah, see, big guys like that they struggle because there's not much different you can do no. with with because of your size. No. You know, nope. you can do the monster gimmick, or you can do the the, the friendly giant gimmick. Yeah, but you've got Mark Henry. Uh, big show, uh, murder hawk dude, Lance, Lance Archer, Lance Archer, already there. Lance Archer's already got a foot in the door with AEW and New Japan. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason you take Braun Strowman and you can't use him as Braun Strowman, right? Because of like name recognition. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another guy that has come back after being off the scene for a little bit for personal reasons, uh, Morrissey. Who? He's, um, remember that guy that was with uh, Enzo Amore? Big Cass. Big Cass? Yeah, he's in Impact now. Okay. Yeah, so he looks great. He struggled with... um, I didn't see enough of his work to know anything. No, he's he's legit seven-foot kind of thing, so... There's that. To me, what I remember of him, he really looked a lot like Tess to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like carbon copy. Yep. Pretty much. And Tess was a carbon copy of Kevin Nash. So Yep. <laughs> yep. Um the so uh, Kevin Nash saw a cast go, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Younger, better legs. Hot guy. Better get that guy cut. <laughs> so the when you look at <clears throat> guys like Strom and Morrissey, 
big casts, they have very when they get outside of the WWE system, their prospects shrink. Yeah, yeah, because of WWE is the land of the giants, mm-hmm. and AEW is fucking Kenny Omega in the Young Bucks. Yep, and Billy Gunn, when he goes in there, he towers, towers. I know over everybody, and Billy Gunn. Is maybe six four six five yeah. legit, mm-hmm. and he's huge. I, yeah, I noticed that. I, I noticed that very right. quickly. So when he it's like, showing up there. oh look, a dad brought his sons to work yep. today, kind of thing. Yep. So when you put guys, That's exactly it. <laughs> right. So <laughs> when you put guys that look like Braun Strowman, big cast. Yep. Fuck! Can you imagine the Big Show versus fucking Marco Stunt? They would do it. That's they the problem. They would do it, in, but realistically, the first thing would be is show grabbing Marco Stunt and throwing him into the fucking third deck it's, it's of the Bambi fucking- meets Godzilla. Yes. Yes. It's just Bambi meets Godzilla. That's what it Marco, should be. Marco just comes at the bell rings. Marco comes at him, tries to go for a single leg. Yes. And show just kicks him off and... St- Puts his foot on him. Doesn't even step. Just no, like his, puts his, his foot on. His foot would be from his chin to his fucking balls. Yeah, just like <laughs> no. But what would happen would be a competitive fucking back and forth match. That's what would happen. <laughs> and do you know what that sound is? Everybody turning the fucking channel. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, that kind of gimmick match. No, only worked back in the seventies. Right. <laughs> Only because nobody saw Andre the Giant a whole lot, right? And then when he did show up at your at your fucking local armory, he's like, "Holy cow!" Yep. And I did that when I saw the Undertaker here in town because that dude was big. Taker and and Sid. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Sid touched my hand. Oh yeah. Did you wash it? No. Good. No. And then when I brought that up, when he, when he, when he, the first time he popped up on Mad, on Madhouse, yeah, oh. uh, I said that, and he goes, "That's disgusting." I said, "I didn't ever, never washed it." Well, it came off of you, so you're disgusting. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no. Before I say no, 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 can't, no, no, not going there. No, not going there. Um, big baby. Something else popped in my head, and I, and I lost it again. Oh, I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Shake your headphones. Yeah. Shake my head. No headphones. Maybe I'll... Nope. 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 You got anything else? Um, And we talked the hell out of Loki. Talked the <laughs> hell expected. out of Loki. Yeah. <laughs> that was like I said. We got some uh, some wrestling mm-hmm. talk, some D&D talk. We yep. got... I covered all the bases. Yeah. No, I... I the one thing that um, said lately, I've, I've I've been in a bit of a funk. Now that like I said, it's summer, and I, like I said, I talked about this on the weekend over the fire. Is was like when the spring started, I got out and I was doing some walking and stuff like this, but I've gotten away from it because of the work situation. Mm. And that that stress, and 
I'm not coping with that stress very well because there's there's a a chance that my finish line can be erased. Really? Really. Damn. Right. So Damn. I got I hadn't even thought of that. I got this close and they might take it away. Oh. So when any news? No news. No. There's we have uh our our negotiation team is supposedly every day goes to the table. We haven't heard anything. We won't hear anything until the nineteenth. That's when the um there was a government um mediating body came in. Okay. Gave the company until the nineteenth to sort themselves out. Okay. The union got together, we had a vote of confidence, and we voted overwhelmingly in favor. If it came down to it, we will strike. Oof. Yeah. Oof. So this is a rough time. This to, is a to rough, be able to play that card. Rough time. Now I know a few things about what's happening in my warehouse with like I work in the shipping warehouse. Right. I'm like one of the last people that sees all the stuff like before it goes out to the customer. Right. I know some things about that. Okay. And I, it, it's just like, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. But now because of this stress, I have noticed my health is deteriorating rapidly. I'm definitely putting weight back on, and I'm just like. Does that mean you want me to take those peanut butter treats when they leave? No, I'll break your legs. <laughs> um, I have to do something. Now, it is a matter of me actually doing it now. Mm-hmm. I've stopped digging. I'm in the hole already. And I've realized I'm in the hole, but I've, I've put the shovel down and it was like, fuck, that's a big hole. That's where I've been at for a while. Right. So to, to the TikTok again, mm-hmm. there's, there's been a couple, um, TikTokers that I've actually found very motivating. Okay. There's a guy, his name is Tank Tolman. He does, he calls it his nerd gym. Love this dude. Okay. Like, he'll do a, uh, a barbarian warhammer exercise set, so it's using a sledgehammer. Okay. Then he has the ranger bodyweight workout stuff. Then he, he, he has, like, the dwarven dumbbell workouts. He's even modified some exercises for wheelchair-bound warriors. Really? And it, it's, I'm going through some of his, his stuff. And I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna, I have to do this. I'm going to do this. And then there's this, I found, I stumbled across this. She came up on my For You. Mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Autumn Ivy. And she dresses in kind of like superhero, like spandex and stuff like this. Right. And she 
she's very motivating in her in her talk. Okay. And you just you just kind of like, all right, okay, I get you. Like a one of those Peloton people. Not this girl. No. No, this girl is covered in tattoos. She's you, you, when you look her, if you look her up. That yeah, Autumn Ivy. Okay. Um, like, there's like two X's, Autumn Ivy, and then two more X's. Shoot me one. I'll shoot you one. And li- watching these Tank Tolman and listening to this Aut- like Autumn Ivy, her like because she goes like. One of the ones she started, she she walks in, she sits down on the bench, and she goes, right now, I feel like complete dog shit. And that's how her her, her talk started. <laughs> so she goes, mentally, I am just fucked right now. I'm just like, I identify. So yep. I'm not a tattooed, in-shape girl, yeah. But that's the feeling I was getting from some of the stuff in that Bo Burnham special. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're entirely different people. Yeah. But the emotion, some of the things, some of the the lines he throws out randomly in some of his songs that take it in a different direction and whatnot, or just those raw moments that he still had in the special. Yeah. They hit home. Yeah. So this, I, I, I think I have, I've hit rock bottom think I finally hit rock bottom to the point where it's like I need to do something to turn this around or this franchise is going to go down in flames and it's going to be fucking ugly and I've got a little over uh, less than a month until my 50th birthday Mm -hmm. so it's it's one of those one of those situations where like the clock is ticking very fast, and I should have started yesterday, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I've been feeling for a while, Yeah, um, but I think I mentioned this the, uh, the other night. Um, I've recently been using a phrase a lot more, and it's just like... F- it's just how I've been kind of going with a few things. Not everything. I'm not 100%, but a, a lot more than I than I realize. But the, the term turning into the skid. Mm-hmm. And when I think about it. and Rolled. <laughs> no, not that kind of skid. Oh, my bad. No. You know, like if you're losing control of your car. Oh, I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yep. yep. I feel like that phrase fits with how I've been starting to feel mentally. Like I'm getting through my shit. I'm leaning into it to come out the other side of it. Yeah. Kind of thing. So I, I've just a couple things that I'm noticing that I'm, I'm starting to do a little differently that are to me say that I'm moving, starting to move in the right direction. Yeah. So yeah. not straight on, but I'm turning in that direction. Yeah. So, so to me, I always have to identify when I'm, I get down into that hole. And as soon as I do that, I was like, yep, okay, down in the hole again. Let me ask you this. Okay. This is pulling back the curtain of the show just a tiny bit. When you said last last week 
that you weren't into it. Was that yep. you in the hole? That was me in the hole. Okay. The next time you say that to me, I'm coming in the hole with you. We're coming. We're doing this. Okay. Okay. All right. That's that's gonna happen. Yep. Okay. All right. Sounds like a plan. I think that's a good spot to end it. I think. Keep it all right teary. I know. Hey. <laughs> we're not gonna die right away. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but did you know, Jason? Yep. That this podcast has a new home. Really? Really. I think I saw some about that in the in the tabloids or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This podcast now back in the loving embrace of the Californians ah. of the Jaisal Modcast Podcast Network. Yes. So old friends that old we've friends. been looking at from afar for a while. Yep. So yeah, we've uh we we've we've dotted the T's and crossed the I's with uh, the Jayzo Modcast crew, and uh, they've uh, welcomed us back into the fold. <laughs> they've welcomed us in, and uh, they might regret it. Well, <laughs> they knew what they were getting into. They, oh, definitely. So definitely, they they they. This is not a surprise. No. Oh, of so. course not. <laughs> of course not. But we think this is WWE. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, we well, kind of sort of is Steph. Wow, there you doing it? Are oh, you? Oh yeah. What? what why, right. not? why not? Do it. Come Do on, it. Steph. I I hear you threw down a challenge. Bring it on. It's all no, you got to no, do. You're, yeah, no. You don't know what you're getting yourself into, no. Steph. There, there, there's there's an, an old legend, legendary wrestler. A legendary wrestler. Yeah. He would uh, like to challenge people. Mm-hmm. Don't sing it. Ah. Bring it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to go, go with the great one. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Steph. Yeah, yep. you, know, you, you, you wanted the thunder. Yep. We're bringing it. <laughs> All right. So thank you. For <laughs> I have no idea what this means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All I know is Dave's probably going to go like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As I said, we, we've had great success with the, uh, the Jason crew. Yes, in old the past. friends, old friends. Yeah, and uh, you know, look forward to a, a long and uh, fruitful relationship. Oh, they ain't getting rid of us. No, uh-uh, we're no, here now. No, 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 we're like those stray cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already, I've already uh, forwarded my mail. You know, the <laughs> furniture's coming tomorrow. That's right. Yep, we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Thank you for stopping by the Three Nose Podcast. <laughs> This has been Mike <laughs> and Jason. We will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> game over, man. It's game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.